Praise the Lord. Good morning. Hallelujah. The young lady that was standing here uh, was leading us today. There were two young girls up here. Are you in the service right now? Have a hard time seeing without the lights. Would you, would you two girls stand, please? Lord bless you with the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Elena, the Lord, there's an elder in you. We heard the voice of eldership today come out of you. All eyes on heaven, please. As you started today talking about God's speed, you penetrated the spirit of depression, glory to God, with the word of the Lord. The spirit of prophecy is on you, lady. And the Lord is going to give you words like this. You just can't be shy to bring them forward. The Lord spoke through you today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'll tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, I watched it flow off of you onto the girl next to you. This, this one, sweetheart, the glory of God is on you. Hallelujah. And as you sang today and brought us into this last song, the purity that you are carrying, hallelujah, it put this place and it brought this service. You know, this, this, this house is a place of a great place of worship. But it is that because of the worshipers and the worship leaders. And these girls led us today in worship. And I bless you, ladies of the Lord, today. Because there is neither Jew nor Greek nor bond nor free nor male nor female in the presence of the Lord God. But we are all one. So a man's word means nothing more than a woman's word. When you receive this, you're receiving it from the Lord. So we anoint you girls in the name of Jesus. I was so blessed today. Then I don't know who this butterfly girl was. But butterfly, if you're in here, because I can't see anything with all these lights on me. I haven't, I haven't had this many lights on me since the last time I was arrested. But we'll let that go for another time. <laughs> it's been months. <laughs> no, we wish it was a joke. <laughs> Butterfly lady, we watched these three women as the song service. You know, that's what I love about the Lord. When you mention serpentine, a lot of people think, you know, that's the devil as a serpent. If you'll remember the healing. Yes, yeah, somebody already got it. Wrapped around. Today you'll follow, if you're behind an ambulance, you'll still see that serpent wrapped around a rod to this day. Yes, Miss Connie? You'll see that very thing. And you'll know today as, this, as the healing power of worship went through this house. Glory to God. And this butterfly lady brought us out of the cocoon. Woo. Lord, I pray, bring us out of a COVID co cocoon. And in the name of Jesus, I want to lift those of you today. You've been weary and you've been in discouragement in the mighty name of Jesus. I tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, the only cure I know, there's only one cure I know, sister. And that is to get in the presence of God and worship your way out of what you've been experiencing. You cannot stop being a praiser. Just because everything around you, you felt like, well, this should have done this way and this should have gone this way. 
Brothers and sisters, I speak to you with the prophetic voice of the Lord today. You must not stop being worshipers. Where Mike and the team led us today, taking us through this thing today in the name of Jesus. Um, I'm not going to mention the word for information. <laughs> but I... <laughs> I will tell you in the name of Jesus, I am blessed. I don't know if you, sometimes when you're here all the time, perhaps you don't recognize, but the maturity of this body and the, the, the steadfastness of this house, I saw a monumental step up where you are as a body today. I watched you releasing glory through this room today. People were are receiving. Can we just one for one more moment lift our hands to the Lord? Lord, we thank you for the ladies and men of the Lord, and we receive the voice of God today. Hallelujah. And in the mighty name of Jesus, we break the fetters off of our life. Glory to God. I want to say this. Um, anyone is dealing with an addiction today in the name of Jesus. And as in this moment, you can be released, hallelujah, and be healed. I believe there is a delivering power of God in this room. You say, man, I've been through this many rehabs. I've been through. There's nothing greater than the presence of the Almighty. One taste of him. I'm telling you, you keep that taste in your life. And we release the glory of God over to people who are struggling in addiction today. And in the mighty name of Jesus, we break your hold, Satan. We break the hold of pornography. We break the hold of opioid. We break an emotional hold in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask by the Spirit of God that you would go through this room today and that you would heal a people. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't even matter how you got on that opioid. You say, man, I had an accident. And I hurt my back. And now I'm stuck in this opioid crisis. In the name of Jesus, we release you from this bondage in Jesus' holy name. Don't stay tied into a bondage that the Lord Jesus has already paid for. Don't stay under the guilt of this thing. But be released in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we thank you today. We call the glorious presence of God. Hallelujah. Come and baptize our people. Today as I sat in the back, I saw two great revivals. I watched as I saw the young people come into a moment of worship and it released the spirit of revival amongst the young people like I had not seen in this place before. There has always been unity in this house, but I release revival now in the holy name of Jesus. Yeah. The spirit of revival that would t hit the, young, the youth group in the name of Jesus. The kind of prayer-filled revival that people don't want to give up on. Come on. And in the name of Jesus, that you would not be afraid to be a part of it. And in Jesus' name, the Holy One would anoint you, baptize you, strengthen you. And in Jesus' name, fresh and anew, we ask, Spirit of the Lord, Baptize this group with fresh fire in Jesus' name. 
We pray that in Jesus' holy name, the spirit of tomorrow would baptize you, that each of you would know his holy presence. These girls were in the spirit today, came to worship the Lord. We pray for souls now. Lord, we pray for new converts to come in through this youth ministry. I believe that there is going to be an open door. I also saw a series of elective classes. I saw someone teaching on investments. I saw another person teaching on the young married couples. Now, couples, I really want to pray for the married couples in here. I am convinced that the greater thing that this couple years, this season where we've been fighting against this pandemic and against media and again, man, it has been a fight. If you don't keep your head in the spirit and your heart set free by the Lord, you will fall prey. Young man, the presence of God is on you. I was looking for you when I walked through there. I'm so glad I found you. Thank you, Jesus. Bless this man of God. Hallelujah. And I pray in the name of Jesus, use this brother whose heart Father is soft and kind, and you have an anointing on you to where when you walk into a room, other people want to be with you. And it's your personality and the anointing on that personality. And God's going to make you be one like where it'll be, man, uh, if I could be around him and you're going to be able to be able to make people who didn't feel like they were a part, make them feel like they're part of something. So be blessed now in the name of Jesus. And you're going to be a tremendous father. You're going to be a great man of God. And God's going to use you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we call forth the fresh fathers in this day. And by the spirit of the almighty God, we call forth fathers of faith, fathers of freshness. Glory be to God. And for couples in the name of Jesus. Men and women. Hallelujah. Precious lady of God. I pray for you right now. Fresh fire from heaven. <laughs> Touch my sister now. Now Satan wished that he could have silenced you, shut you down, and kept you alone and isolated. Ooh. But God loved you too much. He loves you too much to leave you in that situation. Amen and amen. Touch this precious lady of God because God is going to use you. I see you touching people who, who can't even, they, they can't stop smoking. Some of these people can't give up their smoking. They can't give up a drinking, but God says he's going to use you because inside of you is the spirit of deliverance. Satan wanted to take you out years ago. His plan was a decade ago to own you and steal you. But praise God, instead of stealing you, God has sealed you. Hallelujah. And to God be the glory, you are a brand new person. The Lord is going to captivate you even greater. You're not going to spend your days alone. God has a great gift for you. Bless you, my brother and sister. My brother and sister, I see over you in the name of Jesus a great unity. Hallelujah. I see over you in the name of Jesus the ability to bring other couples, people who, people who, would, 
who would have given up on their marriage had it not been for you coming along in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. I even see you praying over people that have heart conditions and God bringing healing. And Lord, we thank you for healing hearts, both physical and spiritual. All eyes on heaven. If you don't know what to do right now, just close your eyes and say, Lord, have your way. And we anoint you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the precious name of Jesus, being in the front and on the front line many times will will cause will cause a um, a weariness and it causes you have to keep your home right and uh, anytime I call to pray for Alex he's like you know we were just praying for you this morning <laughs> and I'll tell you in the name of Jesus the mantle that you've chosen to carry. And the Lord said, you know, this mantle was meant to be put on others years before you that shrugged it off and thought it not important. But as God has been grooming you, and as God says, as he has been making you into the, the man and woman of ministry that he's called you to be, glory be to God. That the Lord in the name of Jesus would say this day, it is more important than ever that you carve out a time to be together in the presence of God. That as you as you step sit aside, you'll hear you'll get more done for the Lord in an hour alone in his presence, the two of you alone in his presence, than you would ten hours answering calls and answering emails. For the Lord says he's gonna speak to you into the quiet. Glory be to God. I'd like to ask all the married couples if you would stand now, please. Or if you're, maybe only you are here today, your wife couldn't make it, or, you're, or you're, uh, if you're not able to stand, just lift up a hand. <clears throat> but now in the mighty name of Jesus, over the couples of this house, in Jesus' mighty name, we release the cloud of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. And I bind the spirit of discouragement that has tried to bring you down, tried to tried to stop you, tried to shut you up and make you feel like that you don't matter and that it's just a matter of days before you die. I rebuke the spirit of death in Jesus' name, the spirit of suicide, and the spirit that said, I'd rather be dead than go through all this. Well, we bind that in Jesus' mighty name. We say that in the name of Jesus, we release the fiery power that if one... <clears throat> If one puts a 1,000 to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight. And that God is going to bring people to your side. God is going to bring strength to your side. And that your voice is going to amount to something great. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, we release the glorious presence of God. Mm, please remain standing for a moment. I, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I've. if you have lost... Your vigor in worship, come on. If you have lost that spot, that place where you say, <clears throat> where you've just thrown up your hand and say, I give up. The worst question you can ask is, oh man, what next? Because Satan will answer that for you. Don't 
ask a question that Satan can answer. Give him an answer that God already gave you. And that is that we trust and believe our God, sister. And that we will not back up, Jeff. We refuse in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, Michelle. We cannot let Satan answer a question that God has already given us a word for. And in the name of Jesus, we repent over any words we may have spoken. Amen. That said, I can't take anymore. I'm wore out, God. I give up, you know. Any of that in the name of Jesus. We lay it down, praise God, and cover it with the blood of Jesus. And I am that I am. He says that I am. So I believe I am in the name of Jesus. And I strengthen you right now. And I strengthen your home. And we put the blood over the lamb over your home right now. Glory be to God. And in Jesus' mighty name, that you would stand strong. Hallelujah. And we pray for the strength of God. Sister, I pray for strength for you. And in the name of Jesus, the blessing of God, glory be to God, to stand up and be the lady of the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand up and say, I will take this home into the place of goodness and godliness. Glory to God. We pray for you in the name of Jesus, the blessing of the Almighty, and baptize you with the spirit of tomorrow. Breakthrough spirit. Touch these homes in Jesus' mighty name, all the way down to grandchildren, children. Hallelujah. And those that you've been worried about, we pray for phone calls, even from people we haven't heard from. God, use this man and his family. For your glory, I do pray. And in Jesus' name, we ask for a massive revival. Lord, for my brother and sister, I strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Spirit of tomorrow, baptize my brother and sister with newness, freshness, and the beauty of the Lord. We pray, beauty of God, come upon this man. Use him. Anoint the teacher inside of this man. Anoint him and release him for the word of the Almighty. Father, we pray for my brother and sister today. We pray for the spirit of unity to be in these homes. Father, touch the couples of this house and renew and strength. Father, we thank you for the anointing on my sister, on her life. Now we release the power of God. Come on, lift your hands toward heaven. Heaven, now we release in Jesus' name. Where Satan thought he could bring you down, discourage you, and make your, make your time together of no point. In Jesus' name, we pray, renew, restore, strengthen our brothers and sisters, O oh God. Strengthen them today in Jesus' name. And we bind the enemy in the name of Jesus. We bind the enemy who has tried to steal the victory from the people of God. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of tomorrow, baptize us today in the newness, freshness, and wholeness of God. That as the Lord calls upon you to do a work for the Lord, there is a camp that the Lord is going to open a campground up for you or this camp. And I see that God pours out on you at this camp and you're going to be used mightily to speak the voice of God to people who would not have heard the Lord at this camp. Lord, I pray for my brother and sister. We ask in Jesus' name, Spirit of the Lord, baptize, fresh, new. And Father, we pray right now in Jesus' name, God, 
God, on my brother and sister, fresh and new. In Jesus' name, Spirit of the Lord, we pray that the revival, the Father of the ages, which, God, this doesn't have to be the only place, but let this be one of the places. We call you up out of that which you've been in the middle of, the, the heartbreak. Whew. I don't know about you, but I lost some close friends, folks that I thought shouldn't have died. Come on, amen. And I got disillusioned. I said, Lord, why? And I don't have an answer for that yet, but I know this. I cannot allow that to come between the Lord and I. And you cannot allow anything to come between the Lord and you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. Baptize them fresh and new. Sweet spirit of victory come upon us. Bless you, bless you. You can have a seat. I watched in the name of Jesus as I saw so many people have, have such, such burden in their life. They stopped carrying the holy presence of God. They gave up on the call of the Lord that was in their life. You know, in 2 Samuel 6, <laughs> you know the first miracle my mom ever saw. My mom uh, was, was an alcoholic, and I used to have a, a lisp, and I talked, I talked like this. And that's how I learned to fight, because I say, by my age, by second gas. And with a lisp like that and a name like this, you learn how to fight at the playground really fast, you know. And my mom, every morning was the same thing. I'd come down. Mom passed the cereal. I got to go to school. And she'd slide the Captain Crunch to me. And one night, in the middle of the night, I was about 13 or 14 years old. The Holy One had come into my room, brother. And unbeknownst to me, he healed me. And I said, Mom, pass the cereal. I got to go to school. She said, what would you say? I said, pass the cereal. I've got to go to school. She said, what's your last name? I said, Mama. She said, boy. Now, Mama would be down there smoking a cigarette with a cup of coffee and a, a glass of Seagram 7. And when she said, boy, I know what that means. If you ever want to eat corn on the cob again, <laughs> you're going to need them teeth I'm about to knock out your head. She said, boy, I said, it's Shrekin' God. She took a long drag on that cigarette. She said, you've been healed, fool. <laughs> we were really tight, my mom and I. And she slid that Captain Crunch across. across. And I always say, you know, uh, uh, two things. If you have somebody that doesn't believe in God, they haven't met me yet. I'm a, I'm a walking man. Secondly, Captain Crunch. This is from the Lord. <laughs> this is from the Lord. So with perfect diction, 2 Samuel 6 <laughs> is what makes me think of that every time. The Bible says David again brought together all the young, able men, 30,000 and all. Uh, verse 1, verse 2, he and all his men went to Bala in Judah to bring up from, where, from there the ark of God, which is called by the name. 
the name of the Lord Almighty who is enthroned between the cherubim on the ark. And they set on the ark, they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it to the house of Abinadab, which was on a hill. Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were guiding the ark, guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it. And Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all of Israel were celebrating with, with all their might before the Lord with castanets and harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Yuza reached out and took hold of the ark because the oxen stumbled and the Lord's anger burned against Yuza because of his irreverent act. Therefore, he struck him down and he died there beside the ark of God. And David was angry because the Lord's wrath broke out against Yuza. And to this day, that place is called Perez Yuza. And David was afraid of the Lord, and he said, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He was not willing to take the ark of the God, uh, the ark of the Lord to be, he was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord remained in Obed-Edom the Gittite three months, and the Lord blessed him and the entire household. Now the King David was told the Lord has blessed the, the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the ark of God. So David went to bring up the ark of God from Obed, from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David. You know, the ark of God, well, here we're talking about that gold box of God. We're talking about that box where inside of it was one of the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Inside of it was a piece of manna that never did go bad because it was kept inside the presence. And that rod, that stick, it kept producing almonds. <laughs> I always thought, wouldn't that be a treat? Just producing almonds, just producing almonds. My goodness. Although it was removed, it was removed from the rest of the tree. That, that, that branch kept producing almonds. Glory be to God. This... This is just one of the best things I think I've ever read. I, one of my favorites in the scripture, and I felt to bring it today. Because the ark of God was to be carried. It had been the presence. The ark equals the presence. When you see the ark of God, I don't mean Noah's ark. I'm talking about the gold box that kept these things. And wherever they took the ark, there was victory. Wherever the ark was or wherever the presence of God was, there was victory. Brothers and sisters, there was long poles on the side of it, and it was to be carried on your shoulder. But David, it had been so long since they had the presence of God. You hear what I'm saying? It had been so long since they had the presence of God that they thought, I've got a better way to get the presence here than carrying it on the shoulders of responsibility. Let's get a cart, and we'll roll in the presence of God. Let's get some other way to bring it. Brothers and sisters, I tell you, there is no easy way to bring in the presence of God. It takes a sold-out community of believers. It takes a people that would say, in the name of Jesus, I put myself second so that I can be in the presence of God. It takes someone who is so hungry for the presence of God that you refuse, that you refuse to let anything take the time away that, that you take to be in the presence of the Lord. Being in the presence of God must be 
paramount for you. You can't allow someone to steal your presence. You can't allow someone to steal your time in the presence. You know, many times uh, people say, you know, we really would like for you to come and pray with us. I'm like, you know, right now, this is my time with the Lord. I, I'll, I'll come and pray with you at some point. But this time that I've got with the Lord, this is me and him trying to find a spot, hallelujah, where we can hear, I can hear from him, and I can do something great. We always want, it's almost like we want a new, a new idea, a new book, a new series, a new video, a new song to put roll the presence of God in. When it comes down to it, you see how the presence of God came in the service right from the opening song this morning? Just when we, there's, there's, there's nothing else we want to do, Lord, but be in your presence. And these songs about the presence, you sing about the presence long enough. You know, that's why when we were younger, you know, 10 and 12 years old, learning to pray, we spent a lot of time binding the devil. We called on Satan more than we did the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Satan this, Satan that. And, you know, I found that to be a mark in the immature. We've, we're so trying to find the next demon We've forgotten the blessing that is carried on the believer. And you can't be so caught up with finding the next Leviathan, finding the next place where Satan, who's a witch and who's not a witch. You carry the presence, you're going to know everything you need to know. The presence of the Lord is a freeing presence. You, if you want to get people saved, you need to carry the holy presence of God. What does, not, what does not translate is someone saying, walking out. You know, that's like when I'll, like I'll be ministering at some bar somewhere. And um, I'm going to play songs and go around and pray for people. Someone said, why don't you have the church come and pray for you? Because I don't trust you. Not you, some other church. I don't trust them not to come and pray in tongues for an hour. Tongues does not translate into English to these people at a bar. They're already speaking in an unknown tongue. We need it. Come on now. We pray in tongues in order to get the, not only the energy, but to get the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. So that we can now translate into English what we've been praying in tongues all these hours. Somebody say amen. They're headed towards the threshing floor. Man, they've got this gold ark on a cart, and it's coming down a hill, and it's headed towards the threshing floor that is as slick as glass. And that ark, it's like a Three Stooges episode waiting to happen. They're about to drop this ark, and the Bible says that Ahio is in front, and Perez is in the back, or Yuza is in the back. Brotherly love, that's what his name is. Uh, Ahio's name means brotherly love, and Yuza means strength. I always thought that's the way the presence of God should come. It should come in love and leave you stronger. After you've walked out of that worship service today, I don't know about you, but I felt stronger. I felt like, I felt like something melted off of me today. I, it's, been, it's been some time since I've been able to just sit in a worship service. Praise the Lord, man. I was praying I'd get knocked out in the spirit and could just lay in the floor of the whole service and let the red preach, but I needed this offering too bad. Praise the Lord. 
I said, get up here, Chubby. You better do something today. Get up here, Bobby. Come on, boy. The Bible says Yuza reached out because he's going to steady the ark. Boy, this is a problem. We do not need steadiers of the ark. We don't need somebody reaching out telling you that you can't do. You know, I always thought it was funny that, like in a lot of the churches where we've taught people by, by example how to prophesy and how to give words of knowledge, when the body wants to come and give a word of knowledge or prophesy, we've shut it down out of fear that somebody's going to make a mistake. Where else should they be safer to make a mistake? That's why I thought it was so wonderful how you, you and who could be better at that, you know, Miss Michelle. You know, I mean, I think Michelle could get Satan saved. I really <laughs> feel like she's got the kindness and the glory cloud on her. I mean, you know, and so when you come and you with the word of the Lord, I just thought it was awesome how it just flowed and flowed. And every word was built. Did you watch how every word built upon line upon line, precept upon precept, until she, that little girl brought us into that place? I just thought, aren't we in the moment of God here? David is so afraid of the ark because he's tried to steady. His strongest man has tried to steady the ark. And you cannot try to steady a move of God. We need the kind of move of God that people say, I don't understand this at all. Hallelujah. <laughs> I heard stories in old days how people would get under the glory of God and they started barking, barking like dogs. I thought, oh, man, wouldn't that freak us out? Next thing you know, there'd be a room for barkers. It got so crazy. If you're going to wave a flag, you have to wave it in this room. If you're going to pray in tongues, you go to that room. If you're going to prophesy, you go to this room. If you're going to bark, you go to that room. Look, man, I don't know how you do it, and I'm sure it's the right way. But let me tell you something. We need the kind of move of God that our children say, Mama, what happened to you today when that glorious presence got on you and you laid in the floor and slithered around like that? Mama, what happened to you today when I heard you talking in a language I've never heard before? Hallelujah. Daddy, I've never seen you cry before. What were you crying about with your hands lifted up? Why did you stay on your knees so long? We need the kind of move of God that says we're not going to steady the move of God. We're going to let the move of God steady us. Hallelujah. We're going to let the word of the Lord and the presence of God change us until we're so different. And we say, I don't have time to be discouraged. Brothers and sisters, I can't tell you the last time I've watched the news. I know that sounds irresponsible of me, but I cannot take it. I cannot take it. If the, Lord, if the Lord doesn't set us free, hallelujah, I have not found anything on any, day, on any station that is going to help us. Thank God for Jesus and football. My boys don't play today, so I plan on preaching all afternoon. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. As far as you know, I'm almost done. The Bible says that he dropped the ark off at a guy's house named Obed-Edom Obed the Gittite, a farmer. 
He's got this thing on a cart, weaving, wobbling down a hill, an ox is pulling it. You can't let somebody pull in the presence you were called to carry. You can't assign it to an ox, whether that oxen be one of your pastors or the worship team or someone you have come from the outside. You are designed to carry the presence of God. You are designed. There's no way you can say, well, I don't know about the church anymore. So-and-so might have lost his Holy Ghost groove. Maybe look in the mirror first. I think the first person I prophesy over every morning is me. I look in that mirror and I'm like, you need a scripture and coffee. <laughs> and you will respond to both, boy. And you got to get in that mirror and you got to tell, tell that flesh casing that it's going to have to respond to the word of the living God. That the bob on the inside of me, now I'm pretty, it's obvious. But that was the wrong laugh. But... But the inside, Bob, good Lord, have mercy. I'm calling you out of there inside, Bob. Come on inside, man. You get up out of there. You come out of the doldrums of this thing. And you let the spirit man that's on the inside of you take over. Young people, before you walk into school, you get in that mirror and you say, I'm calling the spirit man inside of me, the spirit lady on the inside of me, to come forward and be who God called you to be. Today you be the person God called you to be. Listen. There's not a lot of places left that want to take the time to be in the presence the way you did this morning. I don't know. I wouldn't encourage you to go visiting. <laughs> I want to tell you, I would drink this up. Drink this up. If you weren't four and a half hours away, I'd be here every Sunday that I was off. Just to sit in this presence. To sit there and let that thing... Get on me. Now, I know you all go up front. All I do is sit in a chair and cry the whole time. Are you sad? No. No, he's, wa he's washing me. Glory to God. When Mike got the coffee thing, I don't know what's going on in your house. You have three-day-old coffee and creamer. But, uh, but he's a working man. You know, he probably got four or five cups going at a time. But I'll tell you like this. I think we all saw the analogy, didn't we? thing about our brother when he gets it he, he's sharing something we all see exactly yes lord i understand man from that moment we emptied out our cup and the lord sprayed upon our lives hallelujah it was like from that moment this place has taken us somewhere see this is the key when you get to that place that obed edom place where the presence of god's dropped off Obed-Edom doesn't even know what he's got out there in the field. All he knows is his tomatoes look like beach balls and corn looks like Louisville sluggers. And he can't be beating what God's doing in his, in his field because the presence of God has come to his house. Hallelujah. He doesn't want it to go. And David goes away for three months and studies on how to carry the presence. He goes away for three months. And then he comes back, he's taken off his, his king's robe, and he's put on his priestly mantle. He's gone from prancing like a king to dancing like a praiser. You can't beat a dancing praiser. <laughs> you can't beat someone who's ready to come and dance before the Lord. 
He went from just an exclusivity to 30,000 to inclusivity. He said, let's everybody come and get in the presence. Here's what I really love. He went from the sound of cymbals and castanets and, and, and harps and lyres. And remember in the Grinch, they said they played their bamboozles and played their coozles. And they went to just one sound of trumpets. They brought a unifying sound. Church, I tell you in the name of Jesus, to be strong in the Lord, get in the sound of unity. Take advantage of these small groups. I tell you, uh, they told me once you have COVID, you never get it again. I've had it now twice. And, and, um, and, um, and I'm alive, praise the Lord. Uh, I'm very thankful because I've lost a lot of friends. But I'm here to tell you this. <clears throat> For two months, I, I, t today when I sat with Pastor Eric, is the first person I've talked to in two months face-to-face. -face. I said, in the mighty name of Jesus, I've had to cancel meetings. Uh, I don't want you to feel sorry for me because you need to feel sorry for the devil about what I'm about to put on his forehead. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I tell you, in the name of Jesus, take advantage of being having such a body of Christ where someone would, if you were sick, you've got people around here that are going to come and check on you or call on you or find on you. Where have you been? Hallelujah. What's going on in your life? How are you doing? Get involved in this body. Don't stay on the outside and say, well, I'm not sure it's for me. Get involved. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Is there is a goodness in this house. There is a goodness in this house. I'm almost done. The Bible said, verse 20, man, I love this. When David returned to bless his whole household. Michael, the daughter of Saul, Michael, came out to meet him. I love this. She said, how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. Going around half naked. Remember, because he'd done danced his clothes off. You ever wonder why that was? Remember, um, you're not allowed to sweat in the presence of God as a priest. You ever think about that? Remember, God changed the priestly garment from wool to linen. So they wouldn't sweat. And David was dressed in the linen garment. And he's going to, I don't know about you, but man, when he's about to do to get down and he was about to get down, there was going to be some serious sweating going on. <laughs> and David danced himself right out of them clothes so he wouldn't sweat and break a godly law. Isn't that cool? And he's he down to his drawers. And he said, his wife says to him, Look how the king, which always, David seemed like a wise man. But her, her dad tried to kill him before they ever got married. I've proven I don't know a whole lot about women. But any girl whose daddy tried to kill you before you get married, I might go visit her cousin or something. <laughs> right? Go to the next county over. Just find some. I might not hang out with a girl whose daddy has a spear collection. And is apt to use them. She says, how the king has distinguished himself today? Going around half naked in full view of his slave girls as any vulgar fellow would. And David said to Michael, it was before the Lord who chose me. Rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me rule over the Lord's people. And I will celebrate the Lord forever. Listen to this. I'll become un even more undignified than this. 
Church, I say that to you. Would you please become even more undignified than this? You might could lose that information thing, but... But I got to tell you, that was a wake-up call for the whole body. If, if they weren't awoke by them, Mike, you, you woke them up, man. He knows what he's doing. This is a true minister of the gospel. Yes, right. He said, I'm going to become even more humiliated than this in my own eyes. But by these slave girls you spoke of, I'll be held in honor. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no children. She became barren. Can I tell you something? We're looking at barren bodies of believers because they stopped wanting the presence of God. Telling us how we're not going to, we don't pray in tongues over the microphone. This guy told me this on the way to the pulpit. He, we're walking up the aisle. He goes, by the way, we don't really pray. We don't really pray over the, in tongues over the microphone. And if you have prophecy, we'd like for you to save that. There's a room we have in the back. I'm like, and he's walking me to the pulpit. And it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Those of you that know me <laughs> know that 10 o'clock comes one time in the Shrek household, and it is p.m. So when it's coming here, cousin, for me to get here and get here at 8.30 in the morning just so I can be with the Lord, it's done all I can do. This guy, I said, why would you tell me to come here? All I have is the holy presence of God. Why do you want your stories are funny? I said, dude, you could have hired Bobo the Clown to come down here. He could, with his floppy shoes, he could squirt water out of a carnation. People, we need the glory of God. We must carry the presence of God. What happened to the presence of God? You carried in your life and you said, I'll never back up. I'll never give up. It's been so hard. It is during these hard times that we must encourage ourselves in the Lord. We cannot lay this to someone else's cause. We cannot say, well, I just don't know if we're going to be able to pull through. Not only are we going to pull through, but God's going to bring us through in the name of Jesus. That the one that we serve, he is faithful and just to see us through. That his word is true. His word is true. And I trust him with all of me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, if, you're, if you've been stuck in that depressed state, well, today in the name of Jesus... I release you by the power of God. I bind the spirit of hell that has come to depress you and leave you stuck on the sidelines. Lift your hands with me before the Lord. I rebuke the enemy who has tried to steal your joy and steal your victory. You thought, how will I make it? How will I survive? You will survive by the presence of God. And I rebuke the enemy that's tried to steal the victory from you. And in Jesus' name, I pray now that you would fall to your knees and give the Lord your all. Hallelujah! I pray that you would give God every piece of you. And in Jesus' name, do not back up. And in the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, either you would even start that you would open the wombs, hallelujah, of women who believed they were going to have children. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, for families who thought they were going to be, uh, feel like they're going to be left out and left alone. God, give them a family yet, I pray. And in the name of Jesus, I break you, spirit of discouragement, spirit of depression, and spirit of suicide. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Get off the people of God and release and let go of them. And I call the revival that you showed me this morning out of this youth group and the congruency out of this, uh, these couples. I pray now for a great move of God. 
Father, let the classes, let the move of God and the prayer time come together. Bring us a move of God, I pray, and revive us in the holy name of Jesus. Spirit of revival, strike this place. We pray, Father, it doesn't have to be the only place, but let us be one of the places that the glory of God anoints and baptizes us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, Father, for the kind of revival that souls come to, come to Jesus, the kind of revival that people give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray right now. Would you stand with me all around the building? I believe there are different kinds of tongues according to the scripture. And I pray for a fresh tongue to baptize you right now. That will call you out of the thing that you've been fighting and in the middle of. That as you close your eyes right now, that the Lord would pray through you in a language that perhaps you've never prayed in before. I pray that the ark, that the call of God, that you would carry his holy presence, that that presence would pray through you with such fire, such anointing, such newness. And in the holy name of Jesus, some of you haven't prayed in the Holy Spirit in so long because you've been, you've been just so worried about this time, trying to make sense of it. Let the Lord make sense of it and get up in the Spirit. And we baptize you in the holy name of Jesus. I call you to raise up again in the name of Jesus. Some of you that had prayer meetings in your home. Some of you that ran prophetic meetings in your home. Some of you that ran soul winning meetings in your home. Open your house again to the work of the Lord. Open your heart again to the work of God. Some of you had a calling to walk the neighborhood and pray in the spirit. Well, in the mighty name of Jesus, we baptize you and strengthen you and pray for you now in the name of Jesus. Father, baptize us with the glory of God. And if you're here today and in any way you're away from the Lord, we're going to pray a prayer. If you're away from the Lord in any way, would you pray this prayer with me? It's time to make our covenants right with the Lord. Would you pray with me all around the building? Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I'm sorry for anything that I may have done, I may have said, or may have thought or a vow that I did not keep. Forgive me. I confess the blood of Jesus. Cleanses me of my sin. Heals me of my sickness. Delivers me. And in the name of Jesus, I am set free. Would you stretch your hands towards Miss Karen and Pastor Eric now, please? We bless you, and I love you both. And I strengthen you with the call of God. And I bless you now. For Pastor Tom, who's away, Miss Michelle, we bless you in Jesus' name, the leadership. And we bless you, the pastors of this house. And we strengthen you in Jesus' name that the word of the Lord would not only be on you, but be in you and operate through you. Strengthen Jesus' name to do the work of the Almighty God as God has called you, hallelujah, with the rudder power for this ship. I pray in Jesus' name that as God speak to you now, I believe that the Lord, 
I believe that the Lord has a blessing for you. I believe, Pastor Eric, the Lord has shown, has shown me an inheritance, a blessing. Someone is leaving, someone is leaving an, an exorbitant amount of money to do the next phase of work for the gospel. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you to know this isn't time to worry or go into debt, but that the Father is going to bring a breakthrough finance. Hallelujah. And there, someone is going to remember this ministry. Glory be to God. And remember the work of the gospel out of New Covenant. And, and, and in their home going, release the funds to carry on. Pastor, I believe I saw an accredited college operating off this campus. I believe I saw a school coming and saying we will partner with you so that we can make uh, ministers, prophets, pastors, uh, teachers, evangelists, and apostles out of the new covenant body. That not only will this be about new covenant, the first few rounds are going to be new covenant, but I see you touching this county, that you, this place becoming a region. And just as you've sent Pastor Tom to minister at, I believe you said it was New Life today, this is a prophetic statement that this house has, is building ministers to cover this region, says the Lord. And God says in the name of Jesus that he is going to bring about a move of God of strength and unity to where this region is going to be touched. And don't be, don't be discouraged, my pastors. Don't be discouraged. And why has it gone like this? Where this church will always be bigger outside of its walls than inside of its walls. The people that you've touched and that have gone on to do ministry and do their own thing and do something God's called them to do, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God said in the name of Jesus, now there is another wave. And I'm looking at young people graduating ministry school. I'm looking at young people saying we don't have to go to California or Kansas City. Let's stay right here. I believe that there is some kind of dorm coming. Someone is, someone is doing something where, where the young people will stay on campus and they're going to say, I'm going to stay here and learn. I'm going to stay here and, 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 and be an intern in the house of God and visit the sick and pray for the poor and, and, and feed and clothe the poor. And I'm going to go get the people set free. Pastors, in the name of Jesus, strength to you because help is on its way and it's coming from within inside the body, says the Lord your God. Amen. And amen. And Lord, we give you all glory. And we do ask you to end this pandemic and end this COVID that none of us would ever get sick like this. And God, that you would even raise, there be a revival, go through the hospitals today. God, go, go heal the people that are so weak. Lord, we need a touch from heaven. We need a touch from heaven. And in the mighty name of Jesus, we're bringing the ark back. I'm a carrier of his presence. I will not allow someone else to carry it in. I will not put it on a cart or believe it's going to happen by a book or a new, a new series or some new song. 
I'm carrying the presence of God because I want to know him. Hallelujah. And in the mighty name of Jesus, bless the people of God today. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.